Welcome everyone to Evolve. My name is Joanna and today I wanted to take some time to talk about Law of Attraction, also known as Manifesting. Alright, so Law of Attraction. Some people that I've worked with became familiar with this concept after reading or watching the movie um, The Secret. Um, and obviously there's quite a bit in the that platform, whether it's the book or the movie, that is very true. Um, I know when I first encountered it, I was new to the concept and it was really, really resonated with me. Um, but through the years... Um, with additional just kind of learning about it, practicing it, and then working with people and employing it, there's quite a bit involved with that. It isn't as simple as sometimes it is portrayed in like the movie where all you necessarily have to do is just sort of order, kind of place an order. Um, they make it sound very cognitive, like all you have to say is, hey, I would like a million dollars, and that all you have to do is like wait a week and look in your bank account and there it sits. It just, it doesn't operate like that. It's, it's a little bit more in, well, it's a lot more in depth than just that. So the thing to be really aware of with manifesting is that it really is about what's a match to your emotional vibrational level. Now, what the hell does that mean, right? So it, it sort of means this. You can think whatever you want. Um, we can convince ourselves of anything in our heads, but it doesn't always necessarily resonate as truth with us, if that makes sense. So um, in my last episode, I talked about trauma and how oftentimes we can try to reframe things in our heads, like reframe painful experiences into something positive. But um, even though the words sound great, the resonance isn't there. We don't, it, it's not something that we actually believe. So manifesting is really more about your emotional vibrational level, which is really attached actually to more to your belief system than it is necessarily your thought system. Your thought system plays into the belief system, but, and this is where it gets really confusing. So it's not just about thinking a thought. And it's not about um, that you can just think up something and it'll just be handed to you. The reason why is we can have belief systems that are in opposition to that. So, you know, one of the big things that I see people really trying to manifest is usually abundance. Often they focus on material things like money, but most people... Um, what I see them trying to sort of get into is manifestation of money, um, which makes a lot of sense. We feel like it's quite related to our survival, but it is also probably one of the most difficult things to to try to work with, especially when first starting a manifestation, because there's a lot of programming, there's a lot of emotional attachment to it. Um, you know, with 3D living, it's we really cling to certain ideas. One that we have to earn it. Um, we have to 
that it, it's hard to come by, so they call it like scarcity, um, and that there's certain rules on how someone can obtain it, and those things can block. Also, there's a lot of emotionality around it. Um, I know people who've been raised in situations where money has been almost a negative emotional thing, whether they observed, whether they came from feeling like they came from a place of scarcity or the parents were stressed with paying bills, or sometimes just an observation of parents um, or people making really negative remarks about those who have it, like it's a bad thing to actually have wealth, to have material wealth, to have big homes, to have you know, to be seen as having a lot of money. A lot of people have seen that as like that being reflective about like somebody being selfish or greedy or um, just negative attributes associated to the person or people who actually are seen as having a lot of money. So the thing to really realize is again that with manifestation, we have a lot of really ingrained belief systems around a lot of big life themes. So um, it could be anything stemming from health, love, abundance, things like that. And these things can really sort of trip us up. Um, so what's, I guess, the point? So I guess the point is this. Manifestation is hard. Um, it requires a lot of awareness of self. It often requires us to sort of dig into our pain, um, to be aware of how our past up upbringing may have influenced or shaped sort of our perceptions of things, how there's been probably some quote-unquote programming involved, um, how trauma has, has skewed things, how trauma, especially our sense of worthiness um, or deservingness comes into play because all of this sort of pulls into a thing and really creates an attachment or sometimes an emotional patterning around what we think and feel and that impacts our emotional resonance. So, you know, an example I gave someone recently in a session was this, like, you can... You can put the order out that you would love to make more money. But if there is deep inside of you some sense that you're not capable of producing um, a lot or something valuable. So let's say like you're, let's just use this as an example. You're making like $60,000 a year. And you think, okay, that's like, um, maybe for me, I'm not saying. So maybe you think to yourself, okay, I am operating at what I deem as a moderate level of income. I would really love to make ninety to $100,000, perhaps, let's say, in this scenario. I think that that's starting to go into a wealthy area, and I have never perceived myself as being capable of this. I see myself in a belonging in a place of scarcity. Maybe I cling to the thought that making less makes me a better person than those who stockpile money. 
Um, I'm really feeling the need to make more to be able to provide. Maybe I have a family and I feel the pressure to provide more. But deep inside, in my little version of me, I don't think I'm capable. I maybe even think that that reflects something really negative about me. So I might ask to have to to make more money. I may put out in the universe that I really want to earn this amount of money. And then generally what happens is it just, it's like a scenario presents, right? It's like the bridge or the opportunity, a gateway to that. And it comes around. Maybe there's a promotion and you're like, oh, no, I can't. I'm, I'm not good enough to, to apply. I'll never get that job. And there went that opportunity to make the additional money. Because the thing that we have to understand with manifestation is that we often, we have to be patient. So, oh God, this is where it gets so confusing, all right? Like, I get you guys that this is really difficult. It seems really simplistic, but it's not. There's so many elements to this, which is why so many people think they can't do it. Because it's like, you have to be so aware of so much. And then, and the reality is create almost a really simple way of manifesting. It's just like... It's sometimes laughable. So manifesting is about, one way to look at it is it always, there's a responsibility that you carry in manifesting, okay? It doesn't come without some probably obligation for you to have to make a choice of some kind. With the prior example of a promotion, right? The choice is that you have to extend your comfort zone and do this thing that rubs up against your sense of self um, to kind of push yourself out there, to feel vulnerable, to go for this promotion, to, to fear rejection, to, re to fear refusal, um, to acknowledge that that is actually quite honestly a possibility. And that is sort of the arc to the thing you want. Like it often requires us to make some sort of jump. Some jumps are small and some are freaking enormous leaps off of cliffs where we just feel like life we're being kind of pushed up against like the edge of a cliff and it's like you have to jump in order to keep moving forward and you feel like you're doing it with no safety net no no awareness of what it's really going to sort of lead to but you're going to have to trust the process and this is oftentimes what manifestation is. Sometimes, like I said, it's smaller scale and sometimes it's actually um, way more involved. But it often, unless it's something like a really small thing, it often requires kind of something significant on our part. Like it's not always a free of discomfort process. So one of the things I wanted to share with you, and this might sound batshit crazy, but I don't really give two shits anymore. Um, it's like two months ago, my awareness of manifestation really changed. Like, I don't know if you guys have had this experience where sometimes you just have these insights in the middle of the night. Um, I woke up one night in the middle of the night around like 3 a.m. And I just like had this vision of me standing in this like, it's kind of like a black room. And on both sides, it was like these computer... I don't call them grids, but kind of like grids. Um, and, and what I really came to realize is like they were timelines, right? 
So if people don't understand what the concept of timeline is, it's like sort of the story or sort of the movie of life going. And the thought process behind that for a lot of people is that there's like that time is not linear. And so there are multiple variations of life running at the same time, like infinite, really, if we get into it, right? And so if you just imagine kind of like movie, like movie clips moving, kind of like you're watching it in slow-mo or whatever, or just sort of like the raw movie clips, and they're like one on top of the other, and each has slight variations. Those are like timelines, right? So the closer, closer they are together, the closer they are energetically, and the further apart they are, the more differences, and the further apart they are energetically. So... What I really came to realize in the vision is I just saw like these digital timelines. It was more like the coding of them, like, oh, there's that one. Um, and like my hand reaching out and just sort of grabbing one. And what I came to really, truly understand and, and really on a deeper level accept is that law of attraction, the way it's talked about sometimes is that you are manifesting the thing you want in your current timeline. What it really is, is you are calling the timeline that has the aspect that you are asking for on it, right? So let's say you're on the timeline of making $60,000 a year and you're asking for the timeline of making $90,000. That Those timelines aren't probably going to be as separated as, you know, making $60,000 and asking to make a million, right? Those are, those the million and the 60,000 timeline, though those are going to be very energetically different, but bumping from 60 to 90, they're fairly close. And sometimes that's an easier way to sort of do a shift, to do dimensional jumping. So what I came to realize is this law of attraction is actually magnetizing the, the timeline that has it to your current one. The universe has to create a bridge or an arc or just a sort of a, a, a way to sort of leap. And that is usually some sort of opportunity or some sort of shift um, that creates that ability to sort of move from one to the other, to move from the timeline of 60,000 to the timeline of 90. And that's why it requires a choice or a sense of responsibility where you have to do something energetically to, to shift over. And so it isn't about changing the present timeline you're on. Um, it's really about creating a bridge where you have to bump over to the other one. And usually what we're asking for is quite similar. So all the other things are fairly consistent, right? Like we're still in the same relationships for the most part, things like that. So we kind of just shift over. Now we can do this moving in a what we would view as a positive direction, and we can do this as a what we would view as moving in a negative direction. But for the sake of just manifestation, intentional manifestation, I'm just gonna focus on really kind of trying to do that progression forward towards what it is that we're actually seeking. Okay, so now that that's explained a little bit. What I wanted to kind of focus on too was what often proves to be the barriers for manifestation. It's like I said in the very beginning, um, there's often blocking beliefs. 
Now, these are not always in our conscious awareness, and it's like it's kind of difficult to say we'll just become consciously aware. Like, it's this is where us having to dig into a sort of our stuff is really important because the more I think we really heal, the more that we really become aware of our biases, our perceptions, our stories, our traumas, our negative belief systems our limiting belief systems, the more that we're going to be able to identify the barriers to manifestation. Um, it's hard to be aware of something you're not aware of, right? Okay, so knowing that blocking beliefs really contribute to um, fucking up manifestation. Let's just be honest. Like a lot of times people can start to magnetize um, what it is they're seeking, but they will miss the arc or the bridge to the new timeline, right? Like the promotion example I gave, um, just ignoring any sort of intuitive hunches, things like that. They'll just sort of dismiss that and, you know, and, and that was sort of the opportunity to do that. Now you, you, we're creative beings, so it's not like it's one and done. Like you can attempt again but, and that's what I think some people do, but they get into a loop um, and get really frustrated because they don't feel like it's working. And generally, it's it's not that you're not capable, it's, there's probably something that's blocking it. Um, and that has to be addressed before the manifestation can happen. Um, so to remember, and, and they talk a lot this about with synchronicity stuff and like law of attraction, like, the reason that you have to to almost act as if in your being like that something is occurring, right? So they'll talk a lot in a lot of attraction. You have to spend money like you have money. You have to you have to be the energetic match of what it is that you want by behaving the way you would if you were on that actual timeline, if that makes sense. And the reason why is it's literally the way that you summon that timeline to you. And it is the only way that you can move from the one you're on, which you're going to almost be sort of a mismatch to, um, to be able to leap over to the other one. And that's, that's where it's really hard sometimes. Like sometimes you're like really trying to operate at a higher level in a current life, life um, timeline that isn't seemingly supporting that. So maybe you're acting like you are already earning $90,000 and you go and you decide you're going to like buy a new car because yours is like broken and you're not even going to be able to get to work. Maybe you buy a new suit and you don't, you barely have money to do so for the, the interview or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're going to act as if, um, and, and that's, Sometimes one of the biggest barriers is that we get so bogged down with what it is that we're seeing in the present environment and it's not, we're like, oh, we want the present environment to shift so that then we can feel different, right? Like, oh, when I have this, then I can. And it's like the opposite. If you want to create that, then you have to do that before it will line up. And I've seen this happen where people, this is sort of when there's a big shift coming where people start to feel like they've been pressed against the edge of a cliff. Like they're literally falling apart. Like they, they're like, I can't do this thing, whatever it is. I can't do this thing anymore. But I also don't feel like I can do the thing that I know I need to do, which is usually make this big leap into something sort of the unknown, right? 
um, and that and and nothing's going to line up for them until they do that jump and then I have never not seen them jump in it line up like I have never not seen it so that's two negatives and that may be confusing to people meaning it I have only ever seen it line up for people but sometimes they had to jump blind <laughs> into this just off this cliff and they have always landed and things often just sort of explode positively around them like it's like bam 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 like things just start to move because they hit a different timeline right but they had to do these these jumps or they had to press against their programming they had to um really do the work to sort of take these opportunities that that um were needed for them to make the shift all right, I feel like I'm babbling, so I kind of have to organize my thoughts. I don't actually use notes very often. I think I did for one. So this is pretty like pretty much off the cuff. Um, I just pull from what I know, what I observe, and I'm just sort of dumping it in these episodes for you. So it is my hope, as I say all the time, that I hope this is of service. So the blocking stuff... Now that we have probably a better idea of how manifestation actually works energetically, you can understand how if you are wanting, to, let's say, to move to a timeline where maybe your energy level is higher, heavy emotions, trauma, negative belief systems have a tendency to sort of limit us, kind of anchor us to lower level. Lower not as in worse, but lower as in maybe energetically, it's not exactly what you're seeking. So it kind of has a tendency to sort of anchor us to these timelines. So this is where doing whatever you want to call it, trauma work, shadow work, whatever you want to call it is really important. I also think that at some point it's really important to seek out healers because when we get stuck in a, a really set mindset or rigid limited mindset about ourselves it's very difficult we have a tendency to screen out evidence against right so it sometimes is very helpful I should say to have a neutral party who's there to just sort of to point out that and to help you sort of expand your lens if that makes sense because the more you expand that the more information, it's like a funnel, the more information can come through. But when we're really focused or really set on seeing something in a specific way, it blocks other information that probably is contrary to that. And, and sometimes we're just, we don't even see it. We're not even aware of it. So I always encourage people, like any type of healing, anything that you are drawn to or resonate with can help with this to become aware of sort of how you are operating like what are your belief systems what are your hurts what's the most triggering fears that you have because those things will pop up in your process of manifestation they will create resistance even if you're not aware of it um you know one thing that i have been working on really hard the last let's say four months is that there is a lot of and this is going to sound really wackadoodle but there's I have a I've done a lot of integration work on my own um, where I've tapped not even on purpose but past lives have surfaced right past life traumas have surfaced 
And a big thing that really got activated with COVID was past lives. And I actually sought out my own person that I see, a healer, um, just to kind of get outside feedback on what I was perceiving, which was mainly validation of that. But a lot of past traumas of like lives where with I did not have enough um, resources to to take care of my children in those lives and I lost them and that pain erupted in this lifetime and it started as an ag agitation and it came up even more as like this deep guilt and despair like really really intense and I really became aware of how that and other sort of beliefs were attached to the concept of money because money was was something that was really attached to survival for me. Not even a, like quality, it's just survival because I have experienced loss and death by not having enough in past lives. Um, and even though in this lifetime, I've been bumping through COVID just like a lot of other people, um, busy with work and such, and, and we have not as a family gone without. There was this intense, intense fear attached to it that didn't match my current reality, but has matched multiple past life traumas of this. And so as I became aware of this and I became aware of sort of my tendencies and patterns around money, just sort of this, this, this insistent need that if to almost, I don't want to say it like stockpile, but like savings, right? Like if I didn't have a savings, I felt really vulnerable. And, and this shit messes up abundance. This shit messes up abundance. And then I would have like these crazy, it would just flip around. But anyway, it was the awareness of it that was really inciting, like insightful for me to, to, to start to see all this stuff that was connected. And I really realized that <clears throat> I had this principle that money had to be earned um, or that you had to take it. And I'm pretty sure in the past, like there's been times where, you know, I, in desperation, I stole. Um, so there was this thing that I, you either had to earn it or you had to take it. But what I saw and what I heard was that there's not this trust in that it would just come to you. Like abundance, your necessities would just whatever it is you're needing in the moment would just simply be provided to you. Like that was greatly lacking in my belief system. And it was startling because it was pretty much pointed out to me. Like it was um, one of those situations where I just suddenly startled and actually I was on a walk and, and stopped and, and had this huge epiphany that, holy shit. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm complicating my own process. I'm, you know, I kind of get into a flow and then it, it just stops. And it's because, you know, there's these weird belief systems. There's these experiences not even attached to my present reality that are permeating. And shit, man, that's confusing as hell. I mean, it's one thing to try to manage our lifetime in this life. But when you got like even past life crap bubbling up, it's like, oh my God. It just gets overwhelming, right? It's like, I got to be careful what I think about. I got to know what I believe. I got to know what I believe in this lifetime. I got to know if there's things from past lifetimes pulling in. I got to know how I feel about that. I got to know if there's blocking feelings about that. I mean, that's like literally to to understand manifestation. Those are the things that you need to be aware of. It's a lot of 
work. And once you start to become aware of that and really dig into those things, manifesting can happen. Um, because the greatest thing out of this is that we are creative beings and that this is a gift that we all have. It's just realizing it and remembering it and knowing where we're getting stuck um, and really working on ourselves to be able to manifest more easily. And as we heal, that happens. And I see that even with people who are not consciously trying to create that, the things they're wanting start to come forward and that it's like exciting for them. And they're not, there's some people who aren't even aware of the concept of manifestation and they're doing it left and right because we do it all the time. But to harness that intent and to be more directive, I think, with that energy and kind of break free of these limitations that um, <clears throat> have confined us and frustrated us, it's exhilarating. But it, you know, and you can do a really good job and get a flow and then you can kind of find that you fall off track. And, and that's usually because there's some sort of piece to be healed or sorted through that is blocking in and sort of disrupting the process for us. All right, so I am going to leave this as it is right now. I'm guessing this is such a complicated topic that I could do more. If people have questions, please feel free to connect with me and let me know or if there's things that you want me to talk about, like email me or what have you. My um, Feel free to snoop me. Feel free to contact me if you're wanting to do any of this work. I do do uh, intuitive coaching. I am a therapist. Um, I'm actually a trauma-based therapist. Um, so I have a lot of experience in sort of this this world of woo. I blend sort of my counseling background with like my energy healing and intuition. It's just kind of a hodgepodge, my own style, my own way of kind of coming at people. But um, feel free to connect with me too through my website if you want. Let me know if there is any topics or if there's anything that you would love for me to do in episodes. Um, I'm really doing this for you guys. Um, I feel compelled to share and just to be of service in different ways. So I, you know, whether it's through the, um, so feel free to reach out. Um, and my website is www.transcendwellnesscenter.com. And I have a link to the Facebook page if you're interested in that. There's an Instagram page which is connected, I think, to Facebook, so I don't know. I'm not really huge into social media, but I have stuff out there. Otherwise, I'm wishing you guys the greatest of days.